Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Hope for Chronic Pain podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Dr. Katinka Vandermeer. Dr. Katinka grew up in Johannesburg, South Africa, as the daughter of a successful chiropractic doctor. She followed in her father's footsteps and graduated from Parker College of Chiropractic in 1999. She has since gained a reputation for developing a novel, non-invasive treatment system for neurologic rehabilitation of chronic pain, resulting in breakthroughs for even the most hopeless and severe cases. Her and her team have gained international attention due to their unprecedented success rates in these cases. Kent State University is slated to be involved with the first study of her work starting this year. She is an international speaker and best-selling author of three books, Putting Out the Fire, Taming the Beast, and Wake Up, Miracles of Healing from Around the World. Dr. Katinka practices in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and is the CEO of the Spiro Clinic. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me today. I want to start with a quote by Michael Crichton. Let's be clear, the work of science has nothing whatever to do with consensus. Consensus is the business of politics. Science, on the contrary, requires only one investigator who happens to be right, which means that he or she has results that are verifiable by reference to the real world. In science, consensus is irrelevant. What is relevant is reproducible results. The greatest scientists in history are great precisely because they broke with the consensus. Medical science has come a long way. It has come such a long way that we may easily be forgiven for thinking that we know all there is to know about the human body. After all, science has figured out crazy and amazing things. We can transplant a heart. We can operate on a tiny human baby in utero. Because of this arrogance, we often think that we have discovered all the mysteries and anatomy the human body has to offer, much like all the parts of the world has been discovered. Yet, unlike Earth, the human body is still an unconquered landscape in my opinion. Looking back, we scoff at how ignorant the human race used to be 100 years ago when it comes to medicine and healing. We judge things like bloodletting, drilling holes in skulls and lobotomies as barbaric. However, we only represent this moment in time. Every day, babies are born across the world who may one day be individuals to breach the next horizon in medicine and looking back will judge our generation as ignorant for what we don't know yet today. New horizons are ahead of us and it's my opinion that we understand only a fraction of the magnificence of the human body. Today, we are joined by a guest speaker, Dr. Sherrick Peck. Dr. Peck is the founder and CEO of Resimax, a Utah corporation. Dr. Sherrick graduated from the University of Utah in 1994 with a degree in physical therapy. He later obtained a master's degree in counseling from Utah State University. He has over 26 years of experience helping people eliminate pain from their lives. In addition, Dr. Sherrick and his wife, Cheryl, have both suffered through chronic pain and severe injury. Welcome, Dr. Sherrick, and thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. It is a pleasure having you. Dr. Sherrick, tell me a little bit about your own journey with pain and healing. Well, it probably started before I can even remember, because at uh, six months of age, I had had whooping cough to the point where I'd torn out some of the lining of my stomach, my abdominal wall, and I underwent my first surgery at six months of age. I have no memory of it. Two years later, children in the neighborhood were swinging me around by my 
arms and they let go. The result of that was I broke my neck. Again, that happened at two years of age and I don't have a great memory of that. I do remember several years as a child, my neck would not straighten up and people were always trying to help me straighten my neck, but my body had auto-splinted trying to protect me because I had fractured my second cervical vertebrae. The odontoid process was fractured off at that young age. And several years later, I broke my back. At age 17, I suffered a stroke of vertebral heart artery uh, dissection. I've had a number of traumas throughout life that have all led to some sort of chronic pain between the spine fracture and the neck fracture, and I've always had some instability that I've had to deal with. Today we're specifically talking about the vagus nerve, one of my great areas that I work with, and Dr. Sherrick, you also love the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is a 10th cranial nerve. It's a nerve exiting the brainstem directly and traveling down to most of our internal organs. The vagus nerve controls our inflammatory response, immune system, and it also regulates functions such as heart rate, breathing, and digestion. In addition, it serves as a bridge between our second brain, or enteric nervous system, which consists of a network of 100 million nerves communicating through the vagus nerve with the brain and resides in our gut. Many believe that the vagus nerve may be called our second spinal cord, and we are only just now beginning to discover the power of healing contained in that nerve. A malfunctioning vagus nerve has been linked to all sorts of health conditions such as Parkinson's, chronic fatigue, and depression. Sherrick, tell me how you first became interested in this nerve. As a physical therapist, I've spent years trying to help people with severely chronic health conditions to become well. And it was my observation that we could get them only so well, their body had to do the rest. I came to understand in time that it really is the vagus nerve tone that is responsible for helping the body heal. As a practitioner, my real goal then would be to get the vagus nerve functioning well enough to help a person in the healing process. But for many years, I didn't feel like I really understood that that was my role. You know, I would use all kinds of modalities to help a person have less pain, but I didn't realize that my end goal was really to get that improved functioning of their own nervous system for healing must take place inside. It doesn't take place from the outside. What do you find most fascinating about the vagus nerve? The fact that, you know, the vagus nerve really is the greatest sensory system that we have. I believe over 80% of the vagus nerve just takes information from parts of the body to the brain to help it make use of the information. And then the brain sends down information saying, okay, produce more serotonin, produce more oxytocin. And the vagus nerve is the great intermediary that helps our body to do all of that production. And one of the fascinating things that I have just come to truly, truly uh, appreciate is that your vocal cords are a direct way to gauge the functioning within that vagal system. The vocal cords being a direct branch of that vagus nerve, the recurrent laryngeal branch, allows us to use intonation and vibrational energy as a way to monitor and to assist the tone of that whole vagal system. 
I find it fascinating that you mentioned the voice, Sherek, because we have noticed with some of our chronic pain patients that it will eventually affect some of their voices and change the tone of their voice, and they don't even connect that to central nervous system function. Yes, I've seen that very much as well. In fact, when you have a person that comes in and they're quite ill or in chronic pain, their family members will often say, well, it doesn't really sound like he or she used to. It just doesn't sound like them. And when you're listening to an individual, their voice sounds rather mechanical or robotic. And improving the tone within that system helps the whole body to be able to function better. Sherik, I feel that you're a fellow warrior in the sense that um, you probably also became frustrated at how you saw the medical world treat chronic pain. Would you say that's correct? Absolutely correct. I, I felt as a physical therapist that none of the tools at my fingertips really were designed to help a person with chronic pain. So, Sherek, you are a physical therapist, and I was trained as a chiropractor, and traditionally our worlds don't really mesh well. We've been known to not always agree, but here we are side by side, and I feel like we're fighting the same war, which is getting information out there for people suffering daily. How does this nerve promote healing in chronic pain and other conditions? Well, you've touched on such an important thing, Dr. Katinka, that really the true understanding of the nervous system and the vagal system, it's a language that supersedes professional boundaries. It's the language of the body, and all medical providers really would be well served to come to a better understanding of that system and how to get it functioning better. But that changes the language. We're no longer on different sides of a professional field. We're all very much engaged in getting the human nervous system and the communication systems back online after injury or illness or trauma. Yes, I agree. There are so few people in the world getting this information out. And really, we're at the front line of this wave of new information that I feel 30 or 40 years from now will be common knowledge. Why do you think, Shrek, do medical doctors not know this knowledge or they don't get it to their patients? Because that's a criticism we often face. If it's so simple and this is the answer to so many ailments, why do medical doctors not know about it? Why do more people not know about it? How can it be true? I think that there are a couple of reasons for that. One is that in our modern medicine, we've realized that the body is so complex that we have tried to compartmentalize and we've tried to specialize to the point where we don't look at the interaction of every other system in the body. You know, the brain doctor does not communicate with the individual that works on the stomach. And yet, as we can see, as you've explained so eloquently, the vagus nerve is the communication center between the brain and the gut and everything happening down below neck level. And you've got to be able to have a bigger understanding to be able to treat the entire body. But we've compartmentalized things to the point where the foot doctor doesn't connect and talk to the shoulder doctor who doesn't talk to the spine doctor. And so we all are trying to treat specific little areas of the body 
but the body does not disconnect very easily like modern medicine would like it to do. And then when we add in medications for one part of the body, they affect every other part of the body. And yet our modern practitioner is just trying to affect just what's in his specific region and not always thinking about the effects on the rest of the system. Sherik, would you also agree that the pharmaceutical industry, in the United States at least, has really sort of directed the way we treat chronic pain patients? Because most patients have lost touch with their body's amazing ability to heal from within, and instead they, they just expect to take a pill or undergo surgery or a procedure, something that happens from the outside in that they think will make them feel better, but it's just covering symptoms, right? I believe uh, you are absolutely correct. We've been taught from a very young age that if you have a particular ailment, there's going to be a pill or a medication for that. But again, we might take a pill to affect pain, but we have no full understanding of how it's affecting our bladder, how it's affecting our kidneys, our liver, And those are the areas that are the vital power pack for the human nervous system, for the human ability to heal. And yet, oftentimes, the medications and their interactions are limiting our ability to help an individual to heal. Yes, I could not agree more. And that is one of the greatest obstacles we face when a patient starts care and They've been put on morphine, opioids, fentanyl patches, and now you're overcoming all this chemical damage and detoxification stresses on the body, like the liver, uh, before healing can even occur. What are some of the conditions, Sherek, that you've seen success with in daily practice? Because of the type of practice that we do, we have seen mostly the severely chronic individuals that are not getting help anywhere else. So we take individuals that have had uh, migraine headaches for six months or longer, daily, severe, unrelenting, day and night headaches, and they've not been able to find success anywhere else. Well, we help them retrain or reestablish the communication between all aspects of the head and the GI system, the vagal system, and we help them come out of that headache pattern. We can teach them how to turn off a lot of their chronic pain symptoms by helping them uh, re-educate that communication pathway. And we take a lot of individuals with similar things, say, for example, a spinal cord injury, where they're not getting communication to their toes from their brain anymore, or, or vice versa, from the toes up to the brain. So we teach the brain how to tune into that communication pathway, and then we start seeing individuals that have had a stroke or that have had a spinal cord injury start to reconnect the communications that help them start to walk again, start to function again. So we take the real chronic cases and we just help them improve and feel better. Sherik, one of the favorite things to me about the ResiMax, which is the device you designed, is that it is affordable. 
And it is something that people can do to home to not only heal or decrease pain, but improve their health. I think I have read a study that said that once you stimulate the vagus nerve, the body is unable to produce cancer cells for up to 48 hours. And the implications of that is so big. Um, One of the criticisms we also face is that programs like ours, while they're massively effective, is unreachable for some because it is out of pocket. Insurance doesn't cover it. It's expensive. But your device is uh, fairly uncomplicated. It reminds me a little bit of an electric toothbrush when I look at it. How do people use your device to stimulate the vagus nerve at home? Can I tell you a funny story? That's where I started experimenting was with an electric toothbrush. And I (laughs) probably went through almost 700 electric toothbrushes working with patients and trying them on various pressure points to find out that it's the right direction, but an electric toothbrush is not strong enough, nor is it calibrated to the right level to be able to uh, truly help someone. So you're right. What we built was an electric toothbrush on steroids. And we calibrated the, the energy of the device to be able to create a better communication with the central nervous system. So essentially, we take messaging that helps the nervous system communicate better. And we use it using that understanding of the vagus nerve and the vagal tone. We use it calibrated on the um, vocal cords. Or in essence, we're giving the vocal cords something to tune themselves to. We call our device a tuner because it literally helps the vagus nerve find its tuning point, just like an instrument getting ready to play at the symphony. We give them a note to be able to tune their instruments to. Well, the vagus nerve, especially that's had a lot of trauma, oftentimes needs that point to tune to to help it remember how to function at a much higher level. So that's what our uh, device generally does, is it teaches the vagus nerve how to function at a higher level. I am a big fan of your invention, Cherik. I think it's so brilliant and so simple and absolutely obtainable by most people and just a vital part of daily preventative health care, even if you are not in pain. By the way, you can order the ResiMax on resimax.com, R-E-Z-Z-I-M-A-X, and you may use the code SPERO, S-P-E-R-O, for a 20% discount coupon. Sherik, what are you passionate about moving forward in healthcare? What drives you? I believe that we need to help people be more independent over time. There is no way that all of the people in the world that have severe chronic pain could come and get the help that they need from you or from me. And we have a debt, I believe, that we need to pay to the uh, wonderful creator of this world and, and of us. And our job is to help all those that we can here. You know, we're all, we're all family, and we have a need to help just as many people as we can while we're uh, experiencing life here, I think that that's the great joy of life is, is helping everyone around us. And my goal is to help people be able to help themselves what they can, and then to be able to network and find great practitioners and providers and helpers for the times when they need a little additional help. We all need the help of a great auto mechanic from time to time. 
But if there are some simple things that I can do to keep my vehicle functioning better, I need to do that. And I want to be able to provide that same thought process for people in their homes so that you and great practitioners can take care of the really difficult challenges and help them be able to function much better in their home environment. Sherrick, another thing I love about you is that I would imagine that you could very easily comfortably retire at this point, but yet you're very much on the ground and accessible to my patients at least if they need help in how to use the Resimax for their specific conditions. And also there are many YouTube videos that you could look up to show you how to best use the Resimax in your specific unique circumstances. Is that correct? That is correct. We have such a passion to be able to help people. I don't think I'll ever retire. I don't have a desire to do that. Humanity is my joy and my passion, and I want to do all I can like you to help as many people as possible. So we make videos. Um, I will take calls from anybody having questions or issues because we've really created a new therapy And when people have questions, I'll try and produce a video to help them out, or I'll do a Zoom call with them to help them understand how to better apply the things for themselves. I just think that as much good as I can do in the world, it'll all come back, and I don't worry about uh, the effects. I just worry about being able to help as many people as I can while here. Sherik, thank you so much for bringing this to people and making the amazing healing power of the vagus nerve accessible to everybody. I'm so proud of your work and I'm proud to stand next to you. We're fighting the same fight and we love the same thing, which is bringing healing to suffering. So thank you, and thank you for joining us today. It was an honor for me to be here with you. I'm so pleased with your efforts and your work. I'm one of your biggest fans on YouTube. I'm always watching your videos and seeing the work that you're doing as well. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sherik, for your kind words. I believe that we're starting a movement, and we're getting the word out there, and that Our work and work like ours is really going to change the direction of healing chronic pain. I want to end with a quote by C. Joy Bell. Pain is a pesky part of being human. I've learned it feels like a stab wound to the heart. Something I wish we could all do without in our lives here. Pain is a sudden hurt that can't be escaped. But then I have also learned that because of pain, I can feel the beauty, tenderness and freedom of healing. Pain feels like a fast stab wound to the heart, but then healing feels like the wind against your face when you're spreading your wings and flying through the air. We may not have wings growing out of our backs, but healing is the closest thing that will give us that wind against our faces. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are excited about every new person we are able to reach. It is our most sincere hope that our podcast will bring hope to many. If you or someone you love is suffering from chronic pain, please don't lose hope. Visit our website at www.thespiroclinic.com for more information and stories of hope. That's www.thespiroclinic.com for more information and stories of hope.